0: You're listening to The Itch, my name is Casey,
1: my name is Dan, and I'm Aaron, and this week we're scratching the itch to finish up award season, finally. (laughs) We dragged it on and now it's time to go ahead and put it to bed for the year. It is. You've heard the top 20 over the last couple of episodes. You heard the nominees for the itch awards a couple episodes back. And now it is time to reveal who you voted on. We've had a, a link for rank choice voting for each of these. We selected the nominees ourselves and put it up to listeners to let us know who they thought was most deserving of each of these seven awards. Yes. Awesome. These are going to be a surprise to Casey and Dan because um Currently, the only one that has access to the survey. Yeah. So, <laughs> you greedy
2: bastard! No, I'm and, and even I haven't
1: even I haven't looked at the results of half of them. I've only looked at the first two or three. So yeah, yeah.
2: All right, fun, fun, fun.
1: Yeah. Unless so you want to get
0: right into it. Yeah, we should. All right. So the first category we have is debut of the year, and this would be their first official full length album. We had the Plush, Cleopatra. With Bummer, we had Dirty Honey, Desrox, with A Real Good Person in a Real Bad Place, and Mammoth WVH.
1: I think for most of these, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list the top three yes, in yes. reverse order. So this one coming in third, the debut from Mammoth WVH. I did check this survey early on, and Mammoth was in the lead, but as time went by and a certain artist's fan base discovered this survey, <laughs> uh, Mammoth got dropped down to third he was narrowly beaten for second place by dirty honey and their debut album and we we made a a policy at this time to not specifically tag or like hashtag or anything bands like we did last year because last year there was a couple of fan bases that kind of hijacked things (laughs) and which is cool it's good to know that people have some you know dedicated fans to them but we weren't trying to deliberately court that However, our first place winners fan base is one of those very rabid ones. And they found they found us on their own (laughs) due to a connection from one of our friend podcasts. And so your number one winner for debut album of the year was Rocks, a real good person in a real bad place. Nice.
0: Yeah. And because of that Rocks episode, we actually picked up uh, quite a few listeners from that. So thanks for
1: listening. They did. They're cool people. Good fans. Yeah, thank you. And now, now a few of them owe it to us to to help us get an interview with Des. <laughs> <So> I'm <laughs> putting it on them. They said they would try, and I'm holding
2: them to it. Well, and, uh, if you do like that in his album, then definitely check out our top 20
1: countdown. Yeah, he had a spot on there, and we did an episode about him. Uh, he was part of a Rock Roundup last year, too. So yep. plenty of Des coverage here. <laughs> Moving on to the Breakout Artist of the
2: Year, basically an artist that took a major step forward or basically kind of got into the spotlight this year first one is aaron jones and his album child of the state cam cole he had an album called crooked hill jelly roll with his most recent album ballads of the broken the pretty reckless and their album death by rock and roll and all good things with a hope
1: in hell this one i'm actually only going to mention the top two because the other three were super close to interchangeable yeah Yeah, it, it was it probably a vote or two would have changed that order but They were all three fairly staunchly behind our number two, which was Aaron Jones, Child of the State, and the overwhelming winner on this one, The Pretty Reckless with Death by Rock and Roll. And I I can't say that's not deserving. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you've listened to our top ten, you know that both of these, Aaron and The Pretty Reckless, were smack dab at the top. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we obviously agreed with them 100% too. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Our list had, had Aaron a notch above Pretty Reckless for this particular vote of, you know, taking that step forward. The Pretty Reckless really just blew it out of the water this year. That they did. <laughs> I bet Aaron is up for that award again sometime in the near future. <laughs> because I think he's gonna keep I think he's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. How much bigger could he possibly get? I'm just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. As big as one of the legends in our in our next category? <laughs> yes. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, hopefully he doesn't have to uh, come back or or rebound.
1: Yeah, we don't want him never go. (laughs) We don't want him to do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that is our next category: a comeback or rebound of the year. Basically, an artist that returned from a long absence or a string of not so great albums. We had three for this one. We had Limp Bizkit, we had The Offspring, and Evanescence.
2: Or in Limp Bizkit's case, a long absence
1: and lesser albums. Yeah. <laughs> it's why I love that they called it Still Sucks. It was because even in their heyday, people said that they suck because they were just a hateable band. But then at some point, they kind of actually did start to suck. <laughs> but now this album, it was fun. And they just decided to roll with it. But like, yeah, we still suck. <laughs> or at least you're going to tell us we do anyway, so it doesn't matter. So. Kudos to them for embracing it. They did not, however, win this award. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, biscuit and the offspring again. This was borderline interchangeable, and Evanescence took this one by a mile. Surprisingly,
2: that is surprising. I will say, when I saw them live, their band was great. You know, I always enjoy seeing a good band. You know, she was good too, but I don't know. There was just times where she was like where amy lee was getting out sung by the guitarist and she'd like shoot this guitarist like a glare and the guitarist (laughs) would like lower her tone a little bit like like maybe i'm seeing shit looking too far into it but like that's that's just how i heard things like because the the guitarist had a great voice and but yeah you know i i know that they surprised me I, i was
1: not anticipating to like their show as much as i did they they took over 50 percent of actually almost 60 percent of the first place votes in that one. And I think that I think that's where Limp Biscuit's concern is, is because they are so polarizing that even if they took a lot of first place votes, they were going to take a ton of third place ones as well. <laughs> or people, if they could put them lower, they would, because there are some people just have that much disdain. And so uh, so in essence, they, they took the win and it was deserving. That album was it was a quality album. To Dan's point, that band has definitely always been Amy Lee and about Amy Lee. Yeah. And I mean, I don't really know what goes on behind this behind the scenes and stuff like <laughs> that. And so I'm not like making a judgment on on her personally. But I think that there's a reason that the band lineup changes frequently. And that's because they're not as important as she is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or easy to work with. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe. you know because but... There's a lot of bands that like that, you know, that you're always questioning, like, you know, is it is it? is it just the, the singer is just that much of a, you know, diva or, um, you know, cause like hurt. I've always thought that about hurt. Like they always have new members in that band.
1: <laughs> it all revolves around the, the violin guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually, and, and that's fine. Like, even if it's not necessarily, it might not be Emily's personality per se. It also might just be the point of that is how that band is designed to function. Like, right. like you're, you're, you're kind of almost hired guns. Or at least I yeah. think it's felt like that at right. times. It's part of the band like your your purpose is here to make her look good. And she's the one who's going to lead the charge. And that's fine. I'm not again not passing judgment on it. But there have been times where I'm like, I don't I'm, I wonder why she didn't just go with the solo route and just be Amy Lee. Yeah,
2: yeah um,
1: I've always thought that too. I, I, I agree with you 100%
2: because you know, honestly, I'd probably have a little bit more respect for her. yeah, you know, because <laughs> then it, you're you're you are trying to make it as yourself. And then, you know, you're not you know, anybody that joins your band. You're like, wait, what's the name of the band? What? Yeah. I'm sorry. What, what's the banner say? That's right. <laughs> like, I'm sure Aaron Jones does that all the time. Like, you know, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. What's the name of the band? Oh, that's right. It's mine. That's right, guys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. So the next topic is workhorse of the year. Basically people that were busy with guest appearances or albums of their own. And we had Tom Morello, Jacoby Shaddix, Travis Barker, and Johnny
1: Three Tears. This one actually did have a very solid breakdown of the order of preference. Um, (laughs) All all the way to the bottom. There was one guy that got two thirds of the first place votes and one guy that got zero first place votes. All right, And and a guy who was staunchly the lead in second place votes. So I'm just going to run them from from the bottom up, actually. So Johnny Three Tears, sorry, buddy. You just couldn't compete with the heavyweights in terms of this vote. (laughs) He came in fourth place. Jacoby uh, came in third. I think Jacoby won this award or some variation of this award last year, didn't he? I think so, yeah. I think he did. I think we pretty much created this award for Jacoby because he's such a staple of the show. (laughs) And second place, Travis Barker, who pretty much was pop rock music last year. Mm -hmm. And in first, we just did a recent episode about the man. And you can hear all about everything he did there. Uh, Mr. Tom Morello.
2: <laughs> Tom Morello is always a busy man as well. And uh, we were supposed to see him live. Yeah.
1: yeah. We yes. been delayed. Yeah.
0: Hopefully we still will. But uh, yeah.
1: For those who don't know, Rage Against the Machine has a, a still has a tour planned for this year. Uh, they canceled a month or two of the dates. Well, they said <laughs> they're going to reschedule a month or two of the dates. Yeah. early on in the tour which included one that we were scheduled to go to so we're hoping still later this year it happens
2: i'm praying because uh, if i'm telling you i think i mentioned <laughs> this before i still had the be- i still hate the beastie boys and maybe right, this don't. maybe this will just grant that you know that that hatred will lift
1: <laughs> <get> <laughs> wash that away and let the beastie boys <laughs> <leave>. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> all right <laughs> so up
0: next we have EP of the Year. And so, yet again, we have Tom Morello and the Bloody Beetroots with The Catastrophists, Crash Face with their EP Heavy Infectious, The Warning with May Day, Oxymorons with Mohawks and Durags, Nothing But Thieves with Moral Panic 2, Nonpoint with Ruthless, and Head PE with Sandmine. We have lots in that category.
1: Yeah. And there could have been more too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this one was, it was fairly well split. Like it wasn't, there wasn't anybody that just, just astonishingly ran away with it. There was actually a tie for second place. And for that reason, I'm going to announce number four also um, for other reasons. So non points ruthless came in third. If you count the two as a tie or fourth, if you don't, however you do that, And um, hopefully that's not the last you hear from us in Nonpoint in the very near future. Yeah. And we'll move on from that. We had a tie for second between The Warning with their EP Mayday and Nothing But Thieves with Moral Panic 2. Interesting. Yeah. I also want to note for an interesting listen. So we've talked about it before. Nothing But Thieves put out this EP. They said we had more to the Moral Panic concept, which was their album in, in 2020. And then later on last year, they actually released like a, instead of, I don't know if they called it a deluxe edition, I think they called it like the complete Moral Panic, where they took the EP and the full-length album and re listed them to be one giant project, one full album themselves. So that's probably worth a listen. Anyhow, that, that EP was in second with The Warning, and uh, a very familiar name took the victory on this one, and that was Tom Morello and The Bloody Beetroots. that Catastrophist EP. Uh, going back to
2: what you were saying about the nothing but thieves why not just do that in the first place i don't think they
1: had created that ep worth of songs originally i think that they just i don't think they were leftovers i think they just when they went back to record more and realized that that theme was still on their minds
0: that concept one they wanted to expand on
2: yeah okay that makes a little bit more
1: sense okay yeah i
0: think i think they kept writing as they released as they released the album because of covid yeah they couldn't really do anything
1: I will say as one who has listened to it, I don't, it it, dis, it does start to drag putting it all together. I think as good as this EP is and as good as that album was, if they had kind of like merged it and trimmed a few of them, I think it would have become a super strong album, but still all worth listening to. So congrats to them, to the warning, to Tom Morello. Shout out to the oxymorons. I was rooting for you, but I could only vote once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had chosen, you,
1: you know, we had voted, that is our highest EP. Yeah, it actually. Yeah. If you if you again, go back to the top 10, this that was the EP that made the top 10 out of these. Was it the only one? Yes.
0: Uh, the only one that made the top 10. Yeah.
1: And so so Oxy still got their love from us. Actually, it was the only EP to make the top 20. There we go. Even better.
2: So the next topic. Most anticipated release of 2022. Korn. Eva Under Fire. Papa Roach, Shaman's Harvest, and From Ashes to New.
1: All right. And again, there have been more albums announced as being released or ready to, or going to be released this year. Uh, we kind of <laughs> picked the ones. Yeah, we kind of picked, you know, the, at the time of this, the ones that that we had some interest in that we're pretty sure they're they're pretty confirmed at that point to be coming out. Yeah. Some of them even have release dates that you can look up. And have released singles and lots
2: of singles so far. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is very true. And this one, I was actually a little bit surprised, but uh, coming in third place, Shaman's Harvest. To be honest, I kind of thought they were a band that people had forgotten about, (laughs) but apparently not. So so that's on
2: me. Their last album was amazing.
1: Yeah, that's on me. If you're still making good stuff, then kudos to you. But it was hard to compete with the heavyweights, to be honest. So second place, we had Papa Roach, who uh, also, as Dan alluded to, has released like three or four
2: singles. They just released the newest one called Stand Up.
1: Yeah. It's fucking awesome. The singles, those <laughs> singles are doing it. Like they're I can pretty much guarantee you there's gonna be a Papa Roach episode when that album comes out. Finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the winner, again, the heavyweights are hard to beat. Corn came in first place as the most anticipated rock album of 2022, from from our options. It's it's gonna be
2: interesting. Uh you know, it, it, I have high hopes because the first single was really good. Second single is meh. but uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous without Fieldy. I mean, because he is yeah. that he is that corn sound. Like I yeah. mean, his his bass is what makes them unique. And so it, it's just it's just a little nerve wracking. You know, I, I have faith in in their creative process, and I think Jonathan Davis knows. Just he's he's great at creating music, even when it's whether it's his solo stuff or, or with right. the band. So, yeah, yeah, I have faith, but it, I'm just nervous. I'm nervous.
1: Yeah, this will be interesting. And <laughs> because they've had a couple of different like permutations or whatever of the group that you know they they switched drummers at one point, they had the years that they didn't have uh Welch, they didn't have Head in the group. And but I don't, I think this is the first time they've ever made an album without Fieldy that I can recall. It is, mm-hmm. and, yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, and these guys have been around for what twenty five years, and then so, some. And some change. Yeah, to the two stable even.
2: points have been Jonathan Davis and Fieldy.
1: Yeah, so this will be unique. Also, just shout out to Fieldy, hoping that whatever he needs to to get worked on and figured out, and wherever he's at, that he's doing okay, and uh yeah, absolutely. and hopefully he's ready to rejoin before too long. Yeah, the whole rock world's
2: behind you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You defined a millennia with, with your bass. So like you you and Les Claypool, like Fieldy and Les Claypool for real, like defined the like the late 90s, early 2000s sound.
1: Like it was just it, them. Like, I don't know if anybody anybody has looser strings on their bass guitar than Fieldy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're wild. He goes way beyond drop D. He's like in, in drop M or something. so now on to our last topic
2: the single of the year for 2021 and boy were there a lot
0: yeah yeah we could have we could have kept going but we we stopped a certain point so single of the year our options that we had were
2: oxymorons with green vision jelly roll dead man walking nothing but thieves future proof royal blood boilermaker Badflower with Family. All Good Things for the Glory.
0: Aaron Jones, Take Me Away.
2: Chevelle, Remember When. Nonpoint, Ruthless. The Dead Deads, Deal With Me.
1: (laughs) Man, that was some strong stuff. And like you said, we could have kept going for a long time. We could have had alternate selections from most of these bands that would have been just as equally worthy. And... It was hard to narrow down, but I was this was the one I was probably the most interested to see what listeners uh, voted on.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to drop the whole the top five for this one. And coming in at number five, as we just spent some time talking about it was nothing but thieves. Future Proof was the lead single off of the Moral Panic EP, and it was a gnarly song. It was great. Number four, I'm so glad that these guys got. A little moment in somewhere in this in this <laughs> results survey, somewhere in the, these awards, even if it wasn't a win. Chevelle with Remember When. That's nice. awesome. Yes. Number three from our album of the year, Aaron Jones with Take Me Away. I feel very affirmed that other people recognize that man's quality and agree with us about yeah.
2: it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it's funny, too, because a lot of artists do as well. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a great
1: Everybody
0: form. we've spoken to recently.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Number two, Bad Flower with Family. Also yes. glad to see them get some love in here. We spent a lot of time last year talking about Bad Flower. <laughs> they also, of note, uh, got the most number one votes. They got a quarter of the number one votes. But again, because it's a ranked choice vote, that doesn't necessarily guarantee a win. Yeah. But worth noting for them. Who did get the win? Number one. You guys... You guys have any a prediction out of what was left, or do you want me to just roll with it? I
2: I do have a prediction, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm guessing
0: non point, but I could be wrong.
1: Okay. Dan, you want to state yours? I was thinking jelly roll, but oh it was neither. Our Royal winner Blood. for single of the year was Royal Blood with <laughs> yeah. Boilermaker. Alright. Yeah, that All right.
2: was that was my other one. I was like, if it's
1: not Jelly Roll is probably definitely Royal Blood. I think Jelly Roll is at a disadvantage because he's, he's fringe on the rock and because we didn't really start talking about him until late on and only a little bit at that. Right. Whereas some of these other bands, you know, they were very prominent and featured. That's true. Very true. And so, so I think Jelly Roll might've just been a little too fringe to get, to get a win here. Although that song was an excellent song.
0: Yeah. But uh, Royal Blood, uh, that definitely was my favorite track off that album so yes i'm glad you
1: guys agree with me on that i knew we needed a royal blood track i thought probably typhoons i thought i thought you know typhoons or troubles coming might have been the pick but for me it was always boiler maker that was my favorite me too so and the people's favorite
0: (laughs) yes so good on them
1: (laughs) yeah shout out to all the award winners we'll have to post about this stuff and now we can tag the bands and congratulate them (laughs) yeah I've already congratulated a few of them on various social media points. I'm like, you know, (laughs) the bands are out here all talking about how they're about their awards from from big publications and stuff like that, and I'm just like, hey, we're not that publication, (laughs) right? But but we still love you. (laughs) And
0: and,
2: and most of them are like, hey, cool, thank you. (laughs) The single I was thinking of was actually Million and One.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I mean. Royal blood's album was very strong on the singles. Yeah. Yeah. And another one that made our top 20. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. That is the, the 2021 inch awards as Dan has mentioned a few times. And I think we're we'll all agree on the 2022 ones will come in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> as, as close as we can. Yeah. And we are, we're collecting, uh, you know, the albums that are coming out. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna. We haven't yet in this year done an episode about some new music, but it's it's coming before long. Don't worry.
2: And also, if you release your shit in December, too bad. So sad. Right, right. (laughs) I was going to say,
0: depending on when we actually compile the list, we'll arrange a cutoff. But (laughs) hopefully, we'll have it compiled by (laughs) mid-December.
1: That's right. (laughs) We'll figure it out. No worries.
0: Instead of (laughs) mid-January.
1: You know, my personal vote wasn't 100% in agreement with whatever the people voted, but I was. It was cool to hear that, and I mean, so we chose the nomination, so like, there's there's no losing. We right, are, right. We all
2: win, and no matter who gets it, it was it was good. Yeah, so I mean, we're, we're kind of losers
1: too, but I mean, we we did win at this, I guess, right? Kind of. I think we yeah. went at this. But the only problem was, like I said, we didn't um we didn't really like say like, oh, here's my nomination or like championing this band.
0: And we didn't complete we didn't completely open the floodgates by tagging every band in every category.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which would have made for some very interesting stuff. So also, hey, thank you to the Des Rocks fans. We appreciate having you. We hope that some of you listened to the episodes instead of just (laughs) clicking the link. (laughs) We presume you'll listen to this one because we're not going to tell you until you do. Yeah. And so stick around. (laughs) Stick around. Get us that interview. They probably
2: just <laughs> assume they won. Like, you know,
1: they <laughs> <Yeah>, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if, if anybody out there knows knows uh, Wolfgang Van Halen and you want to you want to get him in here, too. Honestly, anybody out here, we would if, love to talk anybody, to. And we yeah. will be talking to some of these people. <laughs>
2: yes. Anyone. Yeah. I, I want to be Wolfgang's friend. Like, he just looks like he would be my best friend.
1: Because Wolfgang looks like one of us. (laughs) Yes, he totally does. He looks like he's one of us, man.
2: Uh, uh, (laughs) Come on, man. Just come on. We could just we could have it the show be called Wolfgang and the Itch. There you go. (laughs) top billing, Wolfie. Come on. Mammoth Itch.
1: Mammoth Itch.
2: That sounds terrible. (laughs) You found the thing that would make our
1: name worse. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. but our show better <laughs> uh, anyway well, yeah. that was fun and now it is time to move on we as we have alluded to and possibly fully on full on set I don't remember for sure we have an interview coming up in the next episode and maybe another one or two coming up very shortly after that depending on how some stuff shakes out here yeah and we have the itchiversary coming up soon yeah we do <laughs> that's that's always fun. That is the eighteen years. yep are we at that's, eighteen now? It is eighteen. yes oh wow <laughs>
0: and
1: then that my goal for that episode is for us to resolve this once and for all how long we're going to say we've been on air, even with the stupid pandemic. We're yeah. just gonna pick a number and that's what we're sticking with until until yeah. the next year because I'm tired of being confused about this. <laughs>
2: You mean saying seventeen years and then doing a podcast for one? Yeah, right. right. We're just gonna, it's, I think, it's I think too just, long.
1: yeah, I think we're just gonna say we've been we've been on the air for eighteen and done a podcast for two., yeah, you just say we've been the itch for eighteen years. Yes. There you That's go. It. yeah yeah, 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 you're the itch. We the, have been the itch, itch, itch has existed for eighteen, for 18 years, yeah, yes. resolved. Thank you all for it listening has to. Tess have a business meeting just now yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has
2: gone through several face people, you know, several uh, uh, member changes, in, just like a Yeah, yeah <laughs> just like a band, yep. But the three core members, we're like the violent, man. We're like
1: uh, the violent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the Amy Lees we, of this. We have this shed brand. the
2: excess we, we, weight down. To- we,
0: we are all Amy Lee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. We're all Amy Lee. <laughs> if you're not on board, you won't last long.
0: <laughs> Old Brad, you're out. New bread you're out. <laughs>
1: Chad, bring, you're out. Bring the next Brad. <laughs> bring a Brad, bring a Chad. We don't care. Somebody get in here. All right. Thank you all for listening before we go None too of far that. off the rails.
2: None of that's getting put in there. No. no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if, it'll if be enjoyed, a leftover shortcut
1: <laughs> time. If, if you enjoyed listening to us giggle for a while here, uh, please leave us a re- rating or review <laughs> on Apple Music or pod chaser or good pods or wherever you feel like we appreciate it all
0: even spotify apparently i think
1: even spotify yeah i forgot about that they do that now because they <laughs> just have to have their nose and everything of but, course <laughs> but we we sincerely appreciate that and it helps us to know what people like and what we can do better and so the more feedback we get the better show you get yeah,
2: And we have not pulled our podcast from Spotify because we can't afford to. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and also because they don't give a shit. <laughs> they, yeah, they Those don't are the reasons us. in we that don't pay order. Them. We can't afford to not have somebody like not promote our show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we do as a policy encourage you to use Spotify only to introduce yourself to music because the bands are supported way better when you buy their physical copies of their stuff and see them live and buy their merch and all of those things. So Spotify, useful tool, kind of evil. Don't useful tool, it, but
0: also a tool.
1: Right. Don't make, it, don't make it your exclusive source of listening to all these artists that we just discussed and all of their fantastic music. But if you need to use it, I mean, this is where we do our, our playlists. We will hook you up with new music uh, recommendations there and then you can take it from there.
2: You know, it's like Napster 2.0.
1: Yeah, basically. Sort of, but somebody's profiting off of it. It's just still not the artist. <laughs> <Exactly>.
2: <laughs> Somebody
0: in Sweden.
1: <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much
2: for listening to The Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the
1: show
0: got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation including the episode's
2: playlist and you can interact with us on twitter facebook or through gmail and itchrocks.com all at itchrocks i-t-c-h-r-o-c-k-s